What's happening, y'all? I will go get in, get this new episode in. Um, try to stay consistent and drop a little something, something every day type shit. Last episode was kind of quick, so I'm gonna go do a little, you know, take my time with this one a little bit. But um, why do I choose to be independent? It's a bunch of reasons, but I'm going to just highlight a few that that kind of just separated being independent versus being signed. And the main reason, one of the main reasons for me is having the access and the tools to creativity that a lot of artists lack. Because they are signed and they don't basically have the creative gene in them, the creative gene in them to to come up with the masterpieces and shit like that, right? So I looked at it as like, at first I was like, maybe they're just rappers or, you know, singers or whatever. But then I found out there is a lot of other artists who are multi-talented too. You know what I'm saying? They're doing multiple things. They um producing, writing, and shit like that. So I decided, I was like, there's no reason for me to sign up to a label doing one thing when I can do like 10 things by myself. Now, a lot of people, you know, they, they don't have that much fight in them or that much courage or that much reason to go independent in this game so they just signed to a big ass contract and shit like that so they wouldn't have to worry about the 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 machine part of the the game you know what i'm saying and that's where it gets fishy that's where it gets kind of blurred lines and shit like that um you gotta access that machine on your own time so you can see your real stats and your real uh crowd Stuff like that, your 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 real timing effect on the people. Now, I haven't got to this stage yet where I can promote my shit and pay for this and pay for that yet. But at this point, I really just did enough for you know for my current state of my career because it's some heights that I haven't reached yet. But I did reach a certain little pinnacle that I thought I wasn't going to reach by myself. And it kind of just basically showed me that, hey, I don't need these many people to support me to get to that level I'm thinking about. So it's like if you got it in you, if you can do all that and, and like access and tools and customize and this and that and this and that, getting all your information, your URLs and shit, then, yeah, being independent is for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you have access to drop whenever, like this podcast. I can drop whenever the fuck I feel like, how I feel like it, and I'm not going to cross no lines. I'm just going to speak my opinion. You know what I'm saying? My opinion don't cross nobody's line because it's my damn opinion, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to keep going because I like being independent.
because of the range and the creativity lengths that I can go. And it gives me more motivation to keep going and, and creating so much shit because as a creator, I always had a problem with folks that said, we need to do this, we need to do that and this and that. I'd be like, man, do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't tell me what you should be doing or your plans. Go do it. Even if it ain't the full thing. Give me a preview. Give me something. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not on that level because I was on that type of shit. I was telling people, I know how to make beats. And they were like, what can I go listen to? Or what beat you made? And I'd be, I'd be looking kind of dumb because it's like, well, I got to export the the song from the FL studio and then do that and this and mix it and you know what I'm saying and it got to a point some people knew because I have like some beats on standby but it wasn't my best beats that I let people hear you know what I'm saying so I had a stash of fire ass beats good enough beats and beats I just cooked up for you know just for the quickness and I said you know what why not just go independent why not just start my career and maybe something will shake so even when I started my career I still wasn't where I should have been and that's why I had to learn about the publishing part now I could have been a publisher if I had enough money and did my thing, whatever. But that time hasn't came yet, so I had to go through third-party publishers. Now, keep in mind, y'all, every third-party publisher got their own little coverage and their own range and their own tools and shit. And I had experience with a couple of them that I'll save the name for the next episode. And I didn't enjoy the services of my first one. I didn't enjoy the services of my first publisher that I went to, the, the first publisher that I went to. And I wrote a bad review, and I seen it was hundreds of other people same way. Actually, it was two of them, two different publishers. So I don't fuck with them to this day type shit because, you know, they ain't get their shit together. And they throw cap. Like, I can see if you ain't had the shit together, and that was it. Now they'll throw a little cap, try to, like, do a promo, put up their favorite artists on their publisher and try to over promote them and I'd be like nigga I ain't never heard of that ass still to this day but um yeah uh, that's like I said that's gonna be for another episode um about the publishers and I, I found a better one so I met you know somewhere more professional and more realistic and shit like that and I enjoy it I definitely enjoy it because it gives me the reason and the fight to keep going in this creative world. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type of dude that would love to hear my music on movies and underground movies and shows and YouTube shits. You know, them dudes be reading the shits on YouTube, hearing the beat in the background. Yeah, I want to be them type of dudes who beat this in the background while they, you know, who why they, why they talking about whatever. And, you know, I'm cool with that. As a producer, some producers are strictly just rap music, you know what I'm saying? Only this genre and shit like that. I know I know the business, so I want my shit everywhere that allows trap-type hip-hop shit 
You know what I'm saying? Because that's my sound. You know what I'm saying? You got to get in where you fit in and find your niche and shit. So I found my niche, which is this hood shit. Because, you know, as a nigga from the hood, you know what I'm saying, from different hoods and towns and shit, yeah, that's my sound, nigga. I grew up hearing all this shit. I might not be a goofy-ass nigga out there doing crime and shit like that. But when it comes to that sound, I got that ear for that street shit. And I decided to mix it the way I wanted to mix it. Because, you know, everybody got their own mixes and shit. And over the time, my mixes developed. You know what I'm saying? My mixes now sound hella better than years ago type shit. But it's like... Uh, being independent helped me mix better too. You know, taking what is it, taking advice from different type of producers and shit like that. And when I kinda got where I wanted to when it come to production, I said, All right, now I need to get this mix on point. Where the fuck can I find the real truth about these mixes? And it's all in your formula. It's all in your production skills and your your mixing and your mastering. It's all in there, and I I, I kind of got a cadence now how I do my shit. You know what I'm saying? So I won't let that be known because everybody got their own different styles and shit. And that's the secret right there. Find your style. Everybody's style not the same, but it all intertwines with a cadence and a, and a, and a pattern with your production skills. So that being said, um, it, it, that goes to the independent because being independent, you get free range to all knowledge that you can learn. It's still a bunch of shit I need to learn. But the thing is, I'm going I'm taking it slow because I don't want to rush everything and cram my mind up and fuck my production skills up because I'm trying to sound like this over there. You know what I'm saying? Or, or these folks over there. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to make my beats, mix them bitches down later, master them hoes, and put them out. And as y'all can see, it's working pretty good for me. Because I got a lot of beats out right now. You know what I'm saying? Plus, being independent, I don't have to wait on nobody. I don't have to get this signed and pay this nigga over here and do that and do this and call here. No, no I ain't got to do none of that shit. I could just mix my shit down, choose whichever beats I want for that album, and publish them hoes. So, since it's really that easy as an independent producer... Then, well, it's easy for me because I, you know, I know how to do all the tools and shit. But being a, an independent producer kind of showed me another light. It showed me where I could take this shit. You know, what I'm saying? where where I could take it, and that led me to other spaces. I mean, like I can't number, but I give a estimate. I'm in like six different spaces right now of creativity right now, like at this point, because I know I'm reaching a crowd who's not confident enough to show me or comment like that. And it's cool. You know, I, I'm, I, I don't want to be treated like a rapper. You know, some rappers, excuse me, some rappers, all they want is praise and recognition and shit like that. And you can't say nothing bad about them. But lately, my mix has been getting so good that folks have been just complimenting me. You know what I'm saying? And that's good. At first, people used to try to give me tips on mixing and, hey, this is too loud and this and that. 
whole time I was too young to realize that most of them accounts were fake. But now I'm getting legit people, you know, really listening and, and, and hearing my sound. Because that's another part of being independent. It got something, it got something to do with signing too, but we ain't talking about them. When you independent, you get to customize your sound however you want. You know what I'm saying? And when you recognize that sound, hold on to it. And that, that don't mean overdo it and beat it like a dead horse. No, that means keep doing it until it's better than last time. You know what I'm saying? So, and being a mixing engineer now, underground mixing engineer, sound engineer, I can mix shows. Like, if you're doing a podcast or if you're doing a TV show or some type of little movie or whatever, I can fuck, I can fix the sounds, y'all. Like, I can mix them and take this out and do this and that, cut, you know what I'm saying, trim it and mute it or have it rise and fade it in and shit like that. Excuse me. Sorry about that. And, um... That's why people are getting kind of jealous of me, man. They being kind of jealous, but now they know that, damn, I don't I don't even need a whole studio for this shit, nigga. It's just him. It's just Crescendo. He can do all that. Yes, I can, y'all. And it took me a while to get there. Because, you know, me being me, I'm thinking it's something else. Whole time is this. And that makes me like a damn mixing director or some shit if I was certified, you know what I'm saying? If I, if I go to school for this shit, in which I'm planning on doing, I'm definitely planning on going to school for audio engineering and sound engineering and shit like that. But that's at another date, too. That's later on. But the level I'm at now, yeah, they can hand me a directing thing right now, and I could be able to mix a company, all they shit, they commercials, they shows, they ads, and people going to love it because I'm not trying to sound abuse people. I don't like them AS... MR, unprovoked ASMR videos, niggas chewing on shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, uh, people are yawning and shit. Nah, I don't like that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, you ain't got to worry about that with me. But they'll save the company hella money because I'm the only nigga doing this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, sometimes a team is required, but we ain't talking sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand an NFL team or NBA team can't have one nigga doing everything. That's true. But this ain't the NBA and this ain't NFL. This is this is production of music. You know what I'm saying? And if y'all know the famous Cab Calloway, the late Cab Calloway, he was that. He was technically a multi-talented maestro, man. He wrote the songs. He played them. He sung. He directed it. All that type shit. And it's very few like him. Quincy Jones is another one, but, you know, I ain't trying to fuck with Quincy uh, from what I heard and all that shit. But at the same time, they don't take away from his skills and his talent and the, and the legacy that he left behind and shit like that. And he's one of a kind, too. He He's a multi-talented director because he could do multiple things. But I don't know if he's a musician or not. I have to look that up. But me personally, I'm a musician and a multi-talented director or music or composer type shit. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully that lands me in the seats of directing the sounds and shit like that because I don't know who y'all got directing y'all sounds and it's getting annoying. 
and um, it's like very amateur when I was raised watching these main Mockingbird media outlets like CBS and ABC, you know what I'm saying? I'm tuned to that sound. So that people want to know why my trap beats and hip-hop beats sound so there and sound so high quality, it's because, nigga, I, I grew up watching all this shit, even the, the, the industry. Warner Brother artists, Universal artists, Sony music artists, you know what I'm saying? They're subsidiaries, they're motherfucking Def Jams and Aristas and shit like that. You know, I, I grew up hearing that shit on the daily, not just one day and oh, I remember. No, every day, bro, we would hear that shit. Look at the schools. You remember when you went to school and shit? They'll show a video, pop up a video by the government. This brought to you by the United States military army and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Be sounding so professional and a nigga talking and shit. Yeah, I grew up hearing that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Presidential speech and shit, speeches and shit. Governments campaigning, niggas campaigning they shit. Yeah, I grew up hearing high quality shit. And it took me a while to get to that quality because I didn't really have the training on the knowledge like I do now. Like now, yeah, it's a, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now they ain't got to tell me shit. I kind of I kind of got, I got a cadence like I told y'all. I got a little formula to my mixes that makes all my shit sounds coming out and shit and high quality. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to worry about that now. But then when I was a kid, I of course, who the fuck knows that as a child, you know, but... I still notice the difference between high quality shit, professional high quality shit, and underground shit because there's some underground people who really made the quality better than the professionals. And that leads me to the um the cash money master P little thing they had going on since I'm from Louisiana, you know what I'm saying? If y'all didn't know that, I'm from Louisiana and um I'm from a part of Louisiana where we kinda on our own shit, but, you know, we kind of known or whatever. And I don't claim this area either. I claim the good people everywhere. So, you know, I'm not no sequential Louisiana nigga or whatever, but I do got my, 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 what's called my, 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 uh, my slangs and my terminology and shit. And, um, growing up here in Master P now, what it would have was No Limit and, um, Cash Money records it's like from our perspective as louisiana yeah we sounded high quality and shit like that to us but as i stated before i grew up watching mainstream mockingbird shit bro so it's like if your shit wasn't matching that sound then i don't care what you did nigga it, it wasn't the same and yeah judging both no limit and cash money the shit sounded good when it came to production. Yeah, they produced it right and got all this right and rappers, singers, and all that, the hoes and all that. But one thing they did not master was that quality, bro. That quality was so underground. I was like, yeah, y'all need to redeem y'all with some new shit, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and get the real shit because, yeah, it wasn't as high quality as DMX shit. Like the D block them, all them New York niggas. When you go back and listen to DMX shit, all that shit was high quality. And it was kind of scary, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of scary. 
how high quality shit was, but it's because they was in New York, man. New York is the highlight, bro. The Big Apple. If you came there with that boo-boo quality shit, bro, they weren't going to have your ass doing nothing. Hey, bro, you better process that shit. That shit sound like mayonnaise, man. You know what I'm saying? You better put some compressors on that shit because, man, they came in that bitch. I'm talking like Del Jam wasn't playing when it came to quality, bro. I'm talking about Del Jam. Sony ass wasn't playing when it came to quality, bro. I ain't gonna lie, they got the best shit out there right now, except the PS series, the PlayStation. I don't know what the fuck they do with their PlayStation, but everything else, yeah. Sony speakers, yes. Sony mics, yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sony, um, do they make instruments? I don't know if they make instruments, but I'm pretty sure if it is, it's, it's high quality as hell. So, uh, um, yeah, that's why me personally, I never adapted to cash money or no limit when it came to quality but when it came to nostalgia novelty louisiana swag and all that yeah you know what i'm saying yeah nigga who the fuck else we ain't had no other big ass label from this bitch you know what i'm saying that i know of so when it came to a louisiana thing yeah they they are the top of the top but when it came to the nation now I'm going to tell y'all who really was running the quality game in the underground and still is right now. Texas. They right next door to us. Texas got the best quality of the underground that I ever heard in the nation. And we talking about niggas that's not signed. Even they movies. They movies were so high quality. I was like, nigga, what the fuck? Is, are y'all working with the news or some shit? Because y'all movies, man, it look kind of gritty, but at the same time, the shit was like you watching a special on ABC or some shit, man. You know what I'm saying? A CNN special. Because it'll be so, you the sound be so high quality to the point you got to turn your TV down. Like, damn, hey, I ain't hear the gunshot. Bah, bah, you know what I'm saying? They have a real gunshot. Not a Hollywood gun, you know what I'm saying? Real gun sounds and shit. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I grew up seeing that shit. We grew up hearing that shit. And, um... Now, being a established producer that's independent and underground at the same time, I get to utilize everything that y'all taught me. Everything from the east, west, north, south, other countries, everything. And I'm trying to do that to show people that I take this music shit seriously while they playing. Y'all open up playing and shit. I'm taking this shit seriously because... When it do happen, I don't want folks to look back and be like, nah, this nigga was just playing around like the rest of them. Nah, I want y'all to hear my breakdowns. I want y'all to hear the frequency changes, the dynamics and the crescendos and the day crescendos and shit. That's why I named myself Crescendo. And you can thank my sister for that because she kind of helped me with that. But I didn't I didn't use the regular term Crescendo. I said, I'm going I'm to do it better. I'm going to use the term crush and then endo since I smoke weed. So, yeah, it's a weed name, crush endo. You know what I'm saying? But it also means crescendo in the music terms. So, that's like a double whammy name. And, yeah, it stuck so much that, man, if I tell y'all everything that um, didn't happen for me and shit like that, y'all wouldn't believe it. Y'all really wouldn't believe it. All the people I met. The hands I shook, the smiles I saw, you know what I'm saying? And we just getting started, y'all. It ain't like a nigga just 
took off and already on interviews and shit. No, bro. I'm not even there yet, bro. But I'm, I know pretty soon it's close. Pretty soon I'm going to hear something and I know what to accept and what to deny because I'm independent, dog. I got to be my own lawyer, too. You know what I'm saying? I got files on files, y'all. I got all them files stored. I got agreements and licenses, all that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 like, it's just like, matter of fact, yeah, I can speak on the sounds. Um, public service announcement for producers and rappers and all that. If you produce beats or whatever, uh, every drum kit and sound that you use better have a license. Because if it don't, they they don't take that shit kindly, especially if it's like a whole loop or some shit. That's why I don't really just loop like that and sample. If I use a sample, it's more like a sound effect instead of like the whole bass sound of the song. You know what I'm saying? Like the chord progression. I don't sample my chord progression. Put it like that. I sample sounds and probably like an extra sound, but chord progressions, no, nah, I, I don't sample that. I make that shit up or, or use the... The little thing to generate a little, you know, melody for me and shit like that. But I do not use samples. Hell to the now now. That's corny as hell. And they can get your ass flagged if you don't have the license and shit like that. Because they don't look at it as a song. They look at it as uh, you're trying to basically get paid off their sound. So that's a little game for the producers that don't know. The upcoming producers, the, the teens that don't know. Stop sampling, man. You know what I'm saying? Get your own sounds. Use the one-shot folders. You know what I'm saying? Make you some shit. Because not only you can find your sound like that, but they respect that more. You know what I'm saying? You got to realize that even though every producer ain't made it yet, it's some producers that made it further than you. So it's like if you can get their attention and, and get their respect, then you never know who they know. They probably just good with strings, but they hear you, you good on the snare or you good on the hi-hats. They like, hey, fam, let's do a project together, man. Let's use your hats and put that over here with these strings. You know what I'm saying? And now y'all got a whole string hi-hat fucking error. You know what I'm saying? And, and it happens like that. And I'm trying to be like that, too. Like, when I get up, I am not going to be no lying-ass nigga and treating everybody worse. No, bro. I'm going to be inspired by the little niggas everybody that's coming up even women too I, I matter of fact i seen some chicks i uh it was this thing that uh producers be doing and shit and i, I seen some chicks you know what i'm saying shocked the hell out of me that she made it because i'm like damn it's like a nigga made that shit but when i hear your shit and it inspires me then i know you got the juice man and half of me want to work with you, the other half just want to support. You know what I'm saying? So, in this game of producing, it's more of you painting a picture. It's kind of like, it's kind of like painting. When you when when Mozart and all them artists was painting and Michelangelo and shit like that, they didn't paint just to put some colors on paper, bro, or put the the glass stain shit over there. No, they did it to make a picture. They did it to create substance and like, basically like a movie in, in a picture. And as y'all can see, still to this day, 2024, them artists everywhere that was known for that is still known for that, bro. You know what I'm saying? The term abstract came from painting because 
you had abstract artists who could paint a picture that wasn't even a picture. <laughs> you know, some people can draw an apple and the apple looks high quality and shit. Good for y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's that's actually still good. But we got people that can draw an image that ain't even a real thing. That's what abstract is. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, speaking of the apple, it was a picture of the man and a hat with an apple in front of it. And I used to get mad because I'm like, nigga, if I could... If I could draw a, a, a man with an apple in the front of his fucking face and sell that, I would have did that. But it's deeper than that. It's probably somebody and they probably got a story. The apple probably killed somebody. You know how they do. Oh, it's the apple of the serial killer, apple killer. You know what I'm saying? So you never know when it comes to paintings and pictures until you just look at it. And I had to be high for that. I ain't gonna lie. Had to be high to understand that. Like, well, how the fuck? But... When you hide, you kind of see it from fifty angles. You like you you examine it. Well, in my in my shoes, when I get high off marijuana, that's the only thing I smoke. When I get high off marijuana, I see things from fifty different angles, which helped me get inspired and understand and shit like that. And that's how I see painters. A lot of painters out there paint from different angles. You know what I'm saying? What's his man name? Um. That white guy with the afro, um, damn, what's that nigga name? Bob, Bob something. I forgot, I forget his name. Um, uh, that's embarrassing because I love that nigga too. Um, yeah, white nigga. Yeah, he's a white nigga. Uh, he was the Eminem for Eminem. Okay. Um, damn, what's that dude name? Um, uh, y'all know what I'm talking about. He's white. He got he had afro, 70s ass white dude. Beautiful paintings, man. And every time, technically, he'll draw the same shit but in different styles. Like, he'll draw, always have a sun's clouds and shit. Y'all, y'all good. I ain't got to keep going. Fuck all that. Shout out to that dude, though. Um, what's next before I go, before I get out of here? Um, yeah, I ain't got no beast playing in the background. I'm in a rush. I've been in a rush lately, you know what I'm saying? I ain't had enough time to think about myself. So, you know, this is a way for me to listen to what I'm at and give y'all a little extra cameo shit, you know what I'm saying, without me running over here and incriminating myself over there and trying to, oh, you're trying to ride our clout because you ain't had nothing going on, nah, nigga. The Crescendo Podcast created by Crescendo Productions, bitch. So, go ask your mama for an interview, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, last subject I'm going to talk about what I was saying, why independent, yeah, independent, um, yeah, yeah, because now it's to the point where they know that I'm serious, and if an advertisement company or anybody get that, get, get they, uh, I get their attention, shit like that, they can come to me and advertise their product through me. That way, I could, pro I could promote their shit while I'm doing my shit, dog. And I ain't got to go through no manager, no middleman. Now, I ain't saying nothing wrong with a manager, but I don't need no fucking manager. I, I heard y'all stories, too. Y'all cut, though, just like the label. So I'm like, if anybody going to be cut, though, it's me, bitch. It's going to be me cut, though, with my shit. Ain't no other nigga finna cut, though, me with my shit. Nah, nigga. Got me fucked up. But that's why I ain't got a manager. Not only do they cost too much, but these niggas out here cut, though. How you going to ask a broke nigga for a hell of money? Talking about you need a manager. Nigga, he broke. What the fuck kind of manager he gonna get, nigga? A McDonald's manager? 
They gonna get a McDonald's manager. I ain't finna pay for no fucking manager. You know what I'm saying? I can be my own manager, bro. Be my own lawyer. You can be your own everything until you can't be that. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to police, now nah, you can't be your own police. You you stand your ground and sit arrest and shit like that. But it's something police can you know use like bullet when they read the bullet shells and shit. Yeah, we ain't got that just sitting around the house. Like, where this bullet came from? Put it in the machine? Nah, we ain't got that shit. Police got that shit. Forensics and shit. DNA and all that. So, certain things that we can do and certain things we can't do. So, when it comes to being your own lawyer and being your own manager, they'll be better because you know what you want. You ain't got to deal with a fucking weird-ass nigga telling you what you want. Like, nah, bro, I know what I want. I know what I need, too. So don't don't be over here signing shit without my damn approval, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Look at this smoke smoke. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it's not for everybody, man. Some people, you know, they gotta they gotta sign. And it's not good, man. Don't sign to nobody, bro. If you're going to sign to anybody, sign to yourself. Make a label, then sign to yourself, man. Because the more y'all sign to these folks, the more more black content they get and own. The, the whole part of the game is to own your own shit, bro. You know what I mean? So... This little game from crescendo because you know I'm independent myself. I'm doing this thing, and at the end of the day, you're gonna see the proceeds if you put in the work. You know what I'm saying? So, don't think being independent is easy. Either. Now, it's hard if y'all know what the fuck to do because a lot of y'all don't know what the fuck to do. You know what I'm saying? But. We're going to let that simmer because, you know, I got something to do later and shit like that. Get my shit going. Um, I'm going to drop some more shit. Of course, I'm dropping this year, but I ain't going to drop that much like I used to, nigga. <laughs> I used to drop like three albums a month, nigga. Just need them beats out. But this time, you know, it's like I'm take my time and, you know, do what I got to do. Because, shit, my mixing got way better. You know what I'm saying? And um, we're going to do the damn thing. I don't give a fuck who don't like that shit. Nigga, suck my dick, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I ain't doing nothing fucking with you, so don't speak on me, nigga. It goes for anybody and anything, bitch. You know what I mean? And um, I'm gonna end this. I'm gonna end this shit. Yeah. This double seven crescendo. I'm out this bitch. Love y'all. The crescendo podcast, motherfucker. Yep. In this bitch. Real hip hop shit. I'm gonna speak on R&B later too, but you know, I gotta stretch it all out. Down to a thousand episodes. You know how it goes. And um, that's pretty much it, man. Love y'all, man. Y'all check me out. Go check out my beats everywhere. iTunes.
Spotify, YouTube, Pandora, iHeartRadio, you, you know the deal, man, go check me out, um, I'm also on foreign apps, so if you can't get American streaming apps, I'm on Jenny Music, which is an Asian streaming app, I'm on, um, what's the other one, Seven Digital, that's also another, I think a UK app, shit like that, and it's another one, I can't spell it out, I can't even say it, it, it start with an A though, you know what I'm saying? It's like an Iranian ass elk. And um yeah, my beast all everywhere. A Middle Eastern, not Iranian, my bad. A Middle Eastern elk. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Y'all check my shit out. Um anything else before I go. Nah, that's pretty much it for this episode. I'm out this bitch.